Welcome, friends, to 90 Day 3-Way. Yay! We're here for another fantastic episode of Happily Ever After. This one was all about divorce, boobs, and bar fights. That's what I got out of it. A lot of boob talk. A lot of people getting mad in bars. Some food, too. There were some cakes or cupcakes. I don't know where Kalani went. I was excited. But anyway, we're going to dive into all that in a second. But first, I just want to remind you guys, you can find us on social media, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, all at 90 Day 3-Way. And you can also email us. Our email address is 90 Day 3-Way uh, at gmail.com. Why <laughs> did I just have a brain fart? Oof, one of those days, man. Um, yeah, so I guess we're ready to do this, right, Tamara? Right? Yeah. Right? I guess. Um <laughs> I uh, would like to say uh, congratulations to Kenyon Armando, who got married. Um, Congrats to our favorite 90-day couple. Um, Kelly, how are you? You know, Mercury's in retrograde, guys, and it's showing. It's Uh really, really showing. And um, yeah, hopefully this uh, recording will be drama-free and we can (laughs) We can just get through the episode because I think that the universe is conspiring. So, um, okay. Conspiring for positive. I was going to say the universe wants to work with you, not against you. Yes. Conspiring for positive. Yes. Yes. Exactly. Yes. Exactly. Um, Okay. So let's let's dig in. Uh, It was another episode where I believe we saw all the couples. So um, there's a lot to talk about. So Uh always. Alrighty, who am I going to start with? Let's see. Uh, I think I'm going to start with Natalie and Mike. Oh, boy. Okay. Yeah. So Natalie and Mike are heading to Oklahoma to see Trish. She's so pleasant. And (laughs) Mike, you know, they're in the car. And Mike is just such a goof, isn't he? Like, I mean, yeah. I, I mean, I can't see a Natalie either, but I will, when we, when we get in a little bit, I will say she actually said a couple of things though, that I kind of, she made me laugh this episode and like her confessional. Oh yeah. Um, but <laughs> I think that, um, you know, Mike is a goof. They're driving to the airport. He's like, you know, kind of making fun of Natalie because she's not a morning person mm-hmm. because, you know, they probably had to leave at like 2 a.m. to get because they live so far away from <laughs> right. Seattle. Um, so again, though, COVID and I know airports were open during COVID because mm-hmm. I was one of the crazy people that flew during Thanksgiving. Um, so I know that airports were open, but it also just felt all very, um, I don't know, again, just that 90 day universe where COVID kind of doesn't really exist um so kind of it doesn't yeah. exist it does there is no COVID in the show okay so they, and you know Natalie's nervous right because she's like Trish tried to stop the wedding and now I'm going to Oklahoma like I kind of I kind of understood what she was saying so they get um so they get to Oklahoma and there's Trish with her happy birthday balloons well first though in the car when Natalie was on her rant about Ukrainian food only being oh by yes. Native Ukrainian. yes yes <laughs> What was that about? It just made me laugh because the Dane makes something at Christmas time. That's a it's a traditional like Danish dessert. It's called Rizalamond or something. I don't know. So like as we're watching it, I looked at him and I was like, is this why you're the only one who can make this because you're native to the country? I mean, like, what the hell? But anyway, go ahead. (laughs) No, it's just a it's just a stupid thing. I I was telling you guys earlier, I hate this show. 
Like, I'm just no. like, the whole thing is just so fake. And maybe I've been watching it for too long. Maybe quarantine and COVID has made me just a little crazy. Maybe it's Mercury being in retrograde. Or maybe I just fucking hate this show. But it is so much bullshit. Like, when she was like, I am the native, I make it. And she was, like, getting all riled up. I'm like, he's not even fighting you. Like, why? He's not even fighting. He was just, like, asking you if you're going to, like, you know, it was just, like, a conversation that he was having. Well, yeah, because she said it takes, like, three hours to make or something. And he's like, well, we can be a team. We can do it together. I don't think she got it that he was just going to help her. I think she just went off in her Natalie world. Because, you know, she's a a chef. She's got her YouTube cooking show. Right. Sorry, I forgot about that. Yes, yes. So clearly she did not need a sous chef to help assist no. <laughs> while she was making whatever dish it is she's making. I don't even so know what the hell it was. Yeah. I didn't even look it up and I didn't even ask any of my friends. So we say, what was that? What is this dish made out of? Usually I do a little more research, but I didn't care because it was fake. <laughs> yes. And, it, and she did get, of course, oddly aggressive because, you know, she said only well, Ukrainians, only Ukrainians can make it and mm-hmm. blah, 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 blah. And, and, you know, and, you know, Mike's probably just like, oh, just also trying to make conversation because she's just, you know, doesn't speak. She just sits there with that pout on her face. Pout. So um, anyway, so, yeah, so they get to the airport. Trish is there with the balloons because apparently it's Mike's birthday and his mo- mommy's birthday. No, we'll, don't start yeah, with the we'll, mommy. We'll Mm-mm. unpack that in a moment. <laughs> so it's also mommy's birthday. And apparently they celebrate everything together. And Mike was just being so goof. Like, at least this was the first time, though, I felt Mike had a little bit of personality, I think, because he was actually excited to, like, that he wasn't just going to be with Natalie and there was going to be some <laughs> other people, you know, yeah. because, you know, he's like being like he's bored out of his mind in that house like in the wood in the wood Dude. with just natalie you know so now at least he's going to go see his mom and you know so did you notice how in the car ride home though from the airport trish had her mask on but natalie and mike did not yes no yes. i missed that yes, yes. so was i was wearing. like well trish maybe is wearing her mask because they came off a plane but then you would just think everyone everyone should be would have their them. mask on yeah. right right because right so that was odd. But then I when mean, they got either in the house, go Trish all took in, it off. Like, go all in with the masks or just don't do them. Like, just enough with the confusion. Well, yes. And then when they, well, the CDC confused everyone. I, every time I go true. anywhere, this I'm like, wait, true. am I wearing a mask? Am I not wearing a mask? What's happening? They don't have masks on. Like, it's very confusing. Well, now anyway. I don't know what to do. But anyway. Yes. So at the time. Just wear though, your mask. Was, yeah, <laughs> I know. Just wear your mask. If you're not a mask, I have it with wear me your at mask. All times. <laughs> yes, I do wear it. But, you know, they said that if you're vaccinated, you don't have to. And then you're like, I don't, you know, it's like all very confusing. Anyway. You know what I've been anyway. doing lately? I've been pulling it like in stores where you could, where you're, if you're vaccinated and you don't, I've been pulling it just a little under to take a little deep breath and putting it yes. back on. You're getting <laughs> daring. Put it under your nose. You're like, yeah, I'm, you know, I'm right. going to do this. Mm-hmm. Right. No, yeah. don't yeah, wear a chin diaper. Don't put it under your nose no but sometimes you're just so sweaty and hot because because like on sunday here it was like 95 degrees it was super hot and like when you wear your mask to walk into a store and you're like trying to get your core body temperature back down and you're like I'm like I'm sweating and I can't breathe and I need to take the mask (laughs) off and like it's like a whole thing so I just like pulled it down took a nice deep COVID 
filled breath. Yeah, inhale that COVID. <laughs> like I breathed in all the surrounding COVID. Yes. But during Thanksgiving time, it was pretty clear that we were wearing masks. Yeah. Right? Really, I mean, that's yeah. when yeah. everything was like through the roof, right? I yeah. mean, the cases were awful. Anyway, so now Trish has her mask on in the car, but then when they get in the house, Trish takes off her mask. Now they're all maskless. So I'm like, I don't really know what the whole car thing was mm-hmm. for if you're all going to be maskless now. But anyway, mm-hmm. so... Now they're in the house, and immediately we see the piggy banks. Oh, oh my yeah. god! <laughs> I thought I was watching an episode of Hoarders at this point because I got very excited. I was like, "Ooh!" <laughs> well, at least it was somewhat organized. It I just guess. there were pig. I mean, it's you know not my decor, but mm-hmm. of, and not Natalie's either because she's like a modern, you know. But this was just piggy banks everywhere. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And then when Natalie tried to ask, like, well, why, why piggy why banks? Like, and why she peaks? was like, I just started when Mike was two and that was it. Like, Trish was like, not interested in having a conversation, no. talking about it. She was not going to engage at all. It was like, just sort yeah, of like, like this why, is a, why a piggy bank? Like, somebody, you must like them. Somebody, maybe it was sentimental. Like, what's the backstory, Trish? Yes. You know? Come yes. Uh, I think Trish would have shared it if it was someone she liked. Agreed. I agree. And, well, Yeah. yeah. Yeah, because she doesn't like Natalie. She doesn't want to go into maybe there's like a sentimental reason. And like Trish looks like one of those tough ladies that, you know, like if she doesn't like you and she's written you off, she's not going to have a whole lot to say to you. And that was kind of her like way of saying, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> like I'm not, I just started collecting them just so Natalie would shut up. Maybe she didn't believe Natalie when Natalie was complimenting her shirt so much at the airport. Oh, my God. I forgot yeah. about that. Yeah. I forgot about that. <laughs> and I think Trish knows. Like, Trish is just like, girl, you don't like the shirt. Like, you know, right. Trish knew. She's like, what do, what do you like about it? Like, yeah. what's so great about it? I'm like, I'm looking at it. I'm like, yeah, do tell Natalie. What's so great about this plaid button down, like, Seattle style? Yeah, well, she called her shirt. bullshit. She called her bullshit. Yeah, That's it was all great. she did. And like, I was, if Natalie tells you she likes anything, you're wearing burn it. Yeah. Oh, totally. It. If she says you're the best dressed person in the room, go right. set yourself burn on it. fire. Yeah. Just, yeah, just go. Yeah. Don't, don't believe the hype. A hundred percent. Yeah. So now that we've established the pigs and the house decor, and this is not Natalie's style, Natalie does not enjoy the house. I mean, it was odd. There was like, I, I didn't really understand what was going on. And we also see that Trish has an antique crib. In the living room, which apparently Uh she has secured for her grandchildren, which, okay. That was Um, a little triggering. I don't know. Like, what if, you know, what if Natalie, I mean, I know she wants babies, but like, what the hell? What is it with these people with the cribs? When are you going to give me grandchildren? Sorry. Maybe I was just triggered. I'll stop. (laughs) (laughs) Keep talking. Keep talking. It might be a therapy session. This will take a turn. (laughs) This will take a turn. So there's the crib. Natalie kind of, I mean, Natalie kind of just laughed at that, like whatever. So now, now Trish brings, Trish tells everyone to sit down. Now she brings out a cake and the Mm -hmm. cake says, happy birthday, Mike and mommy. And mommy. And I was waiting for Norman Bates to walk in at that point. Yes. I was like, what the actual fuck is happening? And then again... No COVID, because Mike just blew his COVID all over the cake. There were oh, a totally. lot of candles. I was like, oh, and I even said out loud, oh, he's just going to, oh, he's just blowing out the candles. Yeah. Like there was no, like. All 36 of them. 
We were all idiots holding up one candle for the person to blow out and don't put it on the cake. Right. Like, not, I had not a right. cupcake. I had one cupcake with one yep. candle in it and I blew it in the opposite direction. Not, not in the 90 day universe. In the 90 wow. day universe, you don't wear masks and you blow out your candles on your cake. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. So Mike does that. Natalie then comments that she doesn't like that Mike calls his mother mommy and she thinks it's really weird, which I have to say. I, I have to agree. I agreed yeah. with that. I yeah. did agree with that. Mike is, you know, 36. You're a grown man. Yeah. Mommy. I don't, mm. here's the thing. I, I, and I see it differently. I feel like his mom is his best friend and that's like, that's their thing. That's their shtick, right? It's like Mike and mommy. Like it's like their little thing. And like, because he's been with ugh, Natalie this whole time where he doesn't have that kind of like fun relationship with her because Natalie is always seemingly cranky she's not happy I feel like he was just enjoying that little like joke that they have between each other like you know like Mike and mommy like you know it probably was like some little inside joke that maybe we're not getting but they seem to really enjoy the little joke between them Mm -hmm. so um yeah Natalie wouldn't like it if anybody called Mike anything you know she's and she's she definitely is not winning Trish over with her shitty attitude no no, not at all. No, Trish no. was Trish. I think at the beginning, maybe a little, um, uh, maybe a little at the beginning was like, okay, let me um, uh, try to be nice here, and then she just completely was like, she you you she was being so short with her, she shut down. Mm-hmm. Well, because you know how Natalie is, she's so abrasive most of the time. Like she does, she doesn't have like a warm fuzzy aura around her when you're seeing her, whether it's if you're meeting her for the first time or if you're seeing her again for like the thirtieth time. Right? Like there's nothing about her that's welcoming. I don't think she just comes across as fake. Like you know, like the like how she complimented um trish on her outfit she did the same thing to uncle Bo, right oh my god uncle Bo is the best dressed man on the planet like right (laughs) and she goes over the top with it which makes it so unbelievable it's like someone that is just like oh my gosh it's so great you're like wait wait you're making me uncomfortable you're doing way too much right now yeah and like you know and just the fact that trish with trish was enjoying that uh, that chocolate cake. It looked really good, by the way. I was like, it that did look really good. It was like chocolate on chocolate. Yeah, like, I was like, I'll have yeah. some. I was like, did Trish make this cake? Like, what, <laughs> what did this cake come from? I'm gonna say the local like <laughs> bakery did it. Yeah, something made it, yeah. which is fine. I'll eat a stop and shop cake until I'm you know like blue in the face. Right, so I'm good. They- the grocery yeah. store cakes are pretty good. Seriously. Um, but she was like Publix. Publix has a really good cake. I forget yes, what it's called. Chantilly do. Lace or something. Yeah. Oh, I, think that's I what remember it's Publix cakes. Yes, so, so good. So good. Um, so Sorry, it's just, <laughs> um, so like it's just, you know, the the, 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 she she noticed that Natalie wasn't eating the cake and then she was like oh you don't like it Natalie and Natalie was just, she's like oh it's too sweet is that what she said she says too sweet or something I don't remember because I'm just looking at her and I'm like why is she even pretending to eat that cake it probably has butter and cream and all the things in it that she doesn't like anyway so like why is she even bothering I mean, she's a vegan or whatever she is. Like, she shouldn't be having it at all. Oh, that's right. I forgot. Isn't she? she? Or is she just a vegetarian? I don't remember. She eats fish. Okay. She eats fish. She eats them, but she's afraid that the fireworks will kill them. (laughs) 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 So, 
she's very complicated. Oh, very she's complicated. complicated. There, are, there, are, there are layers to her that we will never, never understand. Well, she was very adamant, though, about like getting her job or whatever, like what she wants to do for work. Because wasn't Trish kind of grilling oh, her about what she, why she wasn't yes, working yet, or what she wanted yes. to do? And she's like, "I'm a journalist and an actress, actress. and a model." And I'm like, I'm like "Okay." And okay. I mean, she has a point. She can't do any of that and squim. Right. Like, what, is she going to go to the local access channel and report on the news and do wood? Like, no. That's... But here's the thing. She also can't do a whole lot of that here without, A, you can't be like a television reporter without a whole lot of training, an internship, uh, you know, the this ability is true. to. You know, <laughs> this, 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 they don't just squim, throw anybody in front of a camera right, with a microphone. Right. Squim or New York City. It's right. all the same. And she or, probably stands a better chance in Squim because they might they might need somebody to report well, about what's happening in Russia. Usually the people that are, like, they're training in or New Ukraine. York at school or whatever, and they end up in Squim to get, you know, started. So true. she's actually right. in a good you place go, if she wants to be on TV. Exactly. Or you go on 90 Day Fiance and then you get you get to be on You get a list. YouTube channel. Do you know what channel. I mean? So, yeah. <laughs> right, right. But so she'll figure it out. Like, she'll get there. She's going on and uh, on about all of her, like, her credentials. And it's like, but, sweetie, you haven't done any of that. Like, and you're incapable of doing any of that. Like, is your YouTube channel you acting? Is this you acting? Like, what, where are we... Where are we with your acting ability? Like, you know what I mean? Have we been seeing it all along? I believe so. Yes. <laughs> so then after they talk about all of that, then Natalie's like, okay, I'm done. I just want to go to bed and shower and whatever. And they went to the room. There were more pigs. Natalie's and more mom, more momisms. More momisms. Oh, what is it? Home is mom and mom, mom is, is love. Home, love. <laughs> yeah. Right above the bed. I was like, that's a mood killer. I feel like they did that on purpose. She did that on purpose. Oh, it was right on the headboard. Of course she did. Come on. Yeah. Yeah. So next week, Trish takes Natalie to a butcher. So that is going to be interesting. So Trish is just like not kidding around. She's like, nope, she's not here for it. So um, we'll see how that that goes down. So, okay. Um, moving on. That's probably the most we've ever <laughs> talked about them. But it Seriously. was really, it was really about Trish because Trish, Trish had some good <laughs> stuff happening. So, okay, let's go to Kalani and Oswello. Okay. Um, I actually, you know how I black out during sections. Yes, I, is this one. I definitely missed when she went out with her father. Oh, when they went to that cute little like coffee shop and bake shop or whatever, because I was obsessing over the cupcake that mm-hmm. Lowe had. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. So, nothing so, really happened. So what nothing went on happened. there? Nothing no, happened. Like she was, I guess her dad was a little concerned because her mom had mentioned something about Kalani wanting divorce, mm-hmm. and you know how in their culture that's not a thing that they do, mm-hmm. and how people who get divorced give up. So he was kind of pretty much trying to talk her out of it, which is interesting because he's never liked Aswelu. So right. I think he was really leaning back on the, this is what, we don't do this in the Samoan culture. So that was. And he said she had the two boys and mm-hmm. that was, you know, now it's like too late because you yeah. pretty much have a family. And um, I was like, so if he, she had two girls, she could leave. Like, I know, <laughs> like but you said, have two sons, you, said, you have to yeah, stay. Yeah, you have two sons, you have to stay. I was like, uh. <laughs> so, you know, he was like trying to convince her to stay in the marriage and he said that you know she needs to stop yelling and you know when her mind is set she's like um, gonna do what she wants to do and I'm like you know what this is like me and my dad having this conversation because he would say the same shit about me and it's like and I'm like you know what yes I'm set in my ways yes I yell yes I scream but guess what 
you raised me to be a strong woman. Right. You didn't raise me to sit back and take some bullshit from a little three-year-old man acting boy. Exactly. So it's like, it's like, what are you telling me? You're telling me that the way you raised me is less important than staying in a marriage with someone who is incapable of providing for us. Like, I don't, I don't understand that. Like, yeah, I can't. Like, I mean, I, I think because, you know, maybe with him and his, what's his, what's his wife's name? Lisa? Is that their mother's name? So is it Lo and Lisa? Sounds familiar. Yeah, I think so. Yes. I think so. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. maybe he's, you know, kind of just thinking back to when he first got married mm-hmm. and how even though they, you know, he came to this country, he still wanted to keep it like traditional, Going. I guess. Right. But I mean, his daughters are American. Yes, they're all, they have a Samoan heritage, but like they're mm-hmm. American. So they're a little mm-hmm. different. So, you know, it's going to be different. But since Asuelu is from Samoa, it's, it's again, like, it's the culture clash. And yes, you know, it's tough. Yes. It's tough. But I think that Lo, because you mentioned, no, he has not been on Asuelu's side, no. right? Yeah. But I think he's seeing it from his perspective of like, yeah. divorce is not a thing in that culture. He, and he knows that. And then mm-hmm. he took Asuelu golfing so they could yep. talk. Um, mm-hmm. And he was very nice to him, you know, and he sort of, and Oswelu did it. He's been crying a lot lately, Oswelu, but he got all teary eyed because his, he was like, she's never said divorce to me. And I think, but he was also like a kid in his reaction. He's like, uh-huh. now I have to take it seriously and I'm going to be really good. Yeah. Like, you know, like she, it's kind of like when your mom is like, you're not going to, I'm not going to give you this thing unless you, you know, stop doing that, you know? And he was like, she's going to divorce me if I'm not good. So, um, you know, but I think he is going to take it seriously. And, but Lo told him like, please call me like anytime I'll talk to you about it. I'll help you. So I thought that was very nice because Mm -hmm. for a moment I must've been feeling, um, I must have been feeling generous watching this episode because I kind of liked Natalie a little bit when she was making, you know, talking in her confessional. And then with Asuelo, I thought to myself, you know, this poor guy, he's here alone, doesn't have anybody like and like he even said, like, I have my kids like I don't have anything, you know, like if if I if my if I have to leave, if my I'll never see my kids again. You know, and it's just sort of like for for a moment, I got sad for him because I was like, oh, he doesn't have anything. If (laughs) you're a better person than I am, (laughs) he divorces him. But I get it. Like he's also a child and he's done this and he's not showing up for the marriage and blah, blah, blah. I know all those things, you know, but I was in a moment of weakness, I think. Well, so I think it's funny. You and I have both had quite the week for very different reasons. And your take on this is to empathize and sympathize. And my take is like, I fucking hate them. Like, (laughs) you're like, you're like so good about like seeing them and feeling for them. And I'm just like, this sucks. This TV show sucks. I hate it. They're all lying to us. So very interesting how we having had a bad week mm-hmm. are coming at this from very two different very points of views two very different points of views so. well i think if i can throw this point of view in <clears throat> excuse me i think low is kind of being on oswelu's side just to i don't know if punish is the right word or just kind of teach kalani a lesson that maybe when she went on vacation she should have been a little bit more responsible mm-hmm. Instead of getting pregnant and bringing some guy home and having to marry him and getting pregnant again. Mm-hmm. So maybe that's a little, maybe that's his motivation for being like, you know, you need to stay married or whatever. Uh-huh. I don't know. That's kind of was, that's kind of like, where I I like that, that take because it's, it's also 
It's also like some kind of like kind of bitchy vengeance and yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a little like you made your bed and now you have to lie in yeah. kind of yeah. situation. Yes. Yeah, yeah, okay. I yes. agree. Yeah, yes. I like that. Okay, all right. Yes. I mean, look, God knows I can be a bitch, but like I said last night, I was in like a sympathy por- like little mm-hmm. universe where I was like, oh, poor guy. Well, you know, Mercury yeah. in retrograde and all. that. I know things happen opposites. Yeah, um, Gemini season, Kelly. It's Gemini exactly, season. Exactly. Um, so that was kind of it, right? Like, Low was just sort of like, call me if you need anything. Asuelo seemed genuinely appreciative and touched by it. And that was that. And he likes golf. So that's what we learned. <laughs> right? Fucking All teacher right. Tiger Woods over there. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Next up, let's go to Tiffany and Ronald. Mm-hmm. Oh, what did they Did they do anything? You blacked out? I might have. I blacked out. I might have. I think I was just obsessed with her makeup, and that was about it. This podcast is going to be great, Kelly. It's the blackout awake? podcast. Were you? Yeah, totally. It's like, what part did okay. you black out for? No, I I did see this part. I think so. This is when Ronald called Daniel, right? Yeah. So oh, Ronald, and he was trying oh, to get yeah. Daniel to yeah. convince her to which go I to thought was terrible. Which was shitty. Okay, that was shitty. Okay, Ronald calls Daniel, and he's polishing his freaking boots and his. Helmet, helmet, whatever. And Daniel, and he's like, yeah, so you have to tell your mom that, you know, you're going to move to South Africa if my visa doesn't get approved and blah, 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 blah. And Daniel's just like, I don't want to move to South Africa. Like, I don't want to leave grandma. I don't want to leave my family. Like, even though, you know, I think Ronald was kind of like, hello, like, I'm your dad. But I think Daniel's like, no, I like living here. Like, I don't, I don't want to give this all up to go there. I remember right. I do remember that because I really think for what is he 10 years old Daniel mm-hmm. I think I think for a 10 year old kid his conviction of being like no I'm not leaving this is my home my family's here like I was like good for you kid right yeah I said the same thing his emotional intelligence is so high yeah compared to like a lot of the adults on the show and I also I think I touched on this last week where I felt very much for Daniel because he's put in a position of being very mature for his age mm-hmm. very adult and like I felt like Ronald was manipulating his emotions, you know, like trying to say like, then we can be together. We can be a family because he knows that it makes Daniel sad, but Daniel also loves his grandma and his aunt and his family that lives there in in the U S. So he knows what he's giving up to go to South Africa at this point. So it's like, I mean, I don't blame him. He doesn't want to move to South Africa. And then when Tiffany walks in the room and says, I need my phone, the fuck, fucking Ronald says, see you in South Africa soon, my boy. What yeah. the fuck? I know. Like, that is not okay. That is not okay. I'm sorry. Like, you, like, respect Daniel as a human being who has probably has more emotional intelligence than you do, Ronald, mm-hmm. that he is saying to you, I don't want to do this. But exactly. you're, you're forcing him to, like, almost manipulate his mom to yes. tell her yes. to come there. I was pissed. I was mad. Again, I was mad. pissed. I, again. I, I was. I, I was, was mad at again. that too. I was mad at that too. And I. He was manipulating him. He is a. Boy. I mean, yeah, he is mature for his age, but he is a child. Mm-hmm. You know, he's like ten. Like yeah. you know, it was like, yeah. I. I didn't care for that either. And I think Ron. I hate when he calls him. I quite when he says, "My, my boy, boy, my boy." My boy. I, I hate that. Um. So, then Tiffany goes out with her sister mm-hmm. yes and tells her she doesn't want to go back like even if his visa is denied like she's not 
she's not going back, right? She but, hated South yeah. Africa. She was scared. And we knew that from when she was there, mm-hmm. right? right? And Ronald even said, it's not safe. Like, Daniel couldn't go out and play. Like, he had to be in a playground with, like, barbed wire and shit, you know? Like, it wasn't a good that. environment. Yeah. So, like, never mind. Now she's going to go with, like, a little baby girl. And, you know, Mm-mm. it's not. Nope. Right. It's not good. <clears throat> but then she reveals something that happened is that Ronald had a relapse with his gambling mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and he lost everything, which then I was all, I don't know what he lost. Cause he doesn't seem to have anything, but whatever he had, he <laughs> his lost. other motorcycle. Yes. Helmet, I don't know. <laughs> exactly. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I like, I like her jacket. Let's start there. Let's go yes. back to her jacket. She had what it said little, on the back. It's yeah. It said F your beauty standards yep. or something, which yep. I thought was really cute. And then I really didn't need to know that she and Ronald have keep things spicy on their anniversary by having phone sex. No one cares. Like I, I told care. you there was a lot of boob talk in this. Like, <laughs> How else is like, he going to see my boobs? I don't know. I'm a picture and yeah, text him. Like, exactly. I'm like, I listen, weren't y'all about to get divorced last week? Yeah. Well, I thought <laughs> the same thing. I'm like, I didn't even think you guys were in any kind of like like emotional relationship to be like oh it was our anniversary so we had to have sexy time for mommy and daddy right right I was so confused Mm -hmm. I was so confused I was like did they film this before she went to the divorce lawyer are we like messing up some timeline situation here because I was super confused because she was all like heart eyes like talking about him and then she was like well he needs me because if I tell him this information he's gonna relapse again and I'm like and the divorce will not lead him to relapse so <laughs> it was at that point where I wanted to sit her down and just tell her it's not like you're not going to be the reason he relapses. He relapsed on his own. Right. You know what I mean? Right. Like if he's he he's an addict, his addiction right. is gambling. Addicts don't need like they'll relapse for anything. Like they don't need any specific event to trigger them. Like if right. he just gets up one day and goes, I feel like going to the casino, he's going to go to the casino. Mm-hmm. So her reason for not wanting to tell him about divorce, which I understand her not wanting to upset him, but that's not a reason to stay in the relationship and be right. miserable. Do you know what I mean? Right. Well, so, like, I think I, she, she thinks that it will trigger him. So like, you, it might. Yeah, yeah, addicts do do like go go off and get but things trigger them to to partake in what it is that satiates them so it's just more like you know you can give up drinking but you know someone you you love breaks up with you and the first thing you think like where do i find my comfort since the person that comforts me is gone i find it in the bottle of gin yeah. or well, whatever hopefully he would ha- he has some sort of support system you know um his mom which we haven't seen her so mm-hmm. yeah i mean maybe his mom who like forgave him for stealing her fridge didn't he pawn her fridge or i think so like that? <laughs> i mean maybe she's finally mad at him maybe she was like you embarrassed me on national tv you on took TV. my ice box <laughs> right and like maybe she's mad at him so he doesn't have his mom anymore i don't know but like that's the only support system that we saw that he had besides tiffany you know like when she went there and they got married and all of that stuff so I don't know that I, I believe her. I feel that she, 
she knows that he would relapse based on the fact that she says to him, mm-hmm. she's not coming there um, because it needs to be a triggering event for him to say, well, fuck it. Well, I don't have a family anymore. She's not coming. Like what, why not just go gamble my life away and who cares what happens now? Because like Carly and Tiffany and um, Daniel are his reason for trying, you know, mm-hmm. but he's not really so, trying. Well, he has a job. Kind of. She said he had a job. He fixes motorcycles. Not that that's not a bad job, but right, right. But I mean, it's still it's still something something more than just sitting on the street corner waiting for her to send him money. Let's say, right? Yeah. So you know, it looks like he has his own place. So for an addict, for someone who is in recovery, these are huge steps for them to be taking. You know, it's like you have your own place. You're able to manage money. You're not thinking, oh, I'm going to go gamble this away. I now have a family that I have to provide for. So even if it's like the smallest, shittiest job, it's still something that he could be proud of. So I feel for her. Maybe he already does go to the casino once in a while with his new paycheck. I mean, who who knows? knows? And even though he's like, oh, I got to save money so we can like go in on these plane tickets together. Maybe he's trying to go to the casino to win more. I mean, who knows? Yeah, it's true. Maybe that's triggering him to get more money. Trust me, when you're you're a gambler, when the winnings are great, it's amazing. The high is amazing. So, you know, I mean, I think that I think for him being on the straight and narrow means having a home, being able to have a job, like all of those things. So I do feel for her. But then again, like I said, it's kind of like, you're kind of like, I get that you're trying for this marriage or relationship to work. But we also just saw you say you want to get a divorce. So what's like I said, what's going to trigger him more? (laughs) Like, you know, the divorce or, you know, the conversation you eventually have to have where I'm not putting my baby girl and my son at risk to come live in the in the South African trap house. Well, she's not, though. Mm -hmm. Like, that's the thing. Like, if he doesn't get his visa approved, she's not going. Like, right. there's nothing in the world that is going to get her to go there. So, it's right. Gonna, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. yeah. Like, he's going to be triggered regardless. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like, that's like the conversation you have with him now saying, look, I'm not coming. Or is she waiting for the visa to get the client to say, I'm not coming? Does that make sense? Either like way. One way or the other, she's yeah. not going. Either way, <laughs> she's got to start saying, hey, listen, you know, we're not going to be there for a while. Right. She's got to Pe- start saying that. Like, period. Yeah. Like, period. <laughs> yeah. End of like, we're not gonna, Right. We're not going to be there, period, with the T. <laughs> yeah, no, no she, need, she does need to tell him because, to your point, he, he's obviously, he's working Daniel for it. And, mm-hmm. yeah. And, you know, she's got to show him the boobs. Her shoulders aren't enough. Like, she, she's got to show him more. So, you know, yeah, a yeah. boy cannot get by with just shoulders. No. Um, yeah. So, anyway, we'll see. I mean, I, I don't know. I don't I don't feel good about it. Let's just say that. I feel uh-huh. like his visa no. is not going to get approved. Mm-hmm. And I don't think she's going to go to South Africa. No. Nope. So, we will see. Agreed. Yeah. Okay. We agree on that. Okay. Agreed. Let's go to Yara and Jovi. <sighs> they, they, part of their little, like, whatever this was. Stick. <laughs> it just, towards the, the very last, one of the last conversations they had in their confessional, I was just like, ew, I didn't need to know that about them. But anyway. Oh, the sex, like. Yeah, like the uh, yeah, day before. They had sex. Yeah, that must have been like that must some have been serious tough. acrobatics. Yeah. Wait, what? What? I must have blacked out. What was it? Well, she's, 
he said it's been a long time since they had sex and the time the the they had it the um the day the before she gave birth yeah. to Mila. Yeah. I mean it it, it happened. I mean it and, happens, yeah. but I'm Right. I just I'm, I was trying to visualize it. Cause I'm a visual person, unfortunately, and I was like, "How does that work?" I'm that like, was more her taking pregnant. care of his needs. That was her more taking care of his needs than her needs. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, but, but no, because she was late, and that's a that's something you can do to help the baby come. So yeah, they might have done it just because she was late. The baby was late, so right. Yeah, they might have just been like, "Let's have sex and see if the fucking kid will come." You and he, and I mean? she said he said she went into labor. She went into um, the hospital the next day. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So. Yeah. So I don't want to blame him because it might have actually just been that they were like, let's just see what happens. And if, yeah. Oh, I'm not blaming you know, anybody. Yeah. It was just like, again, TMI. I'm a visual human being. I was like, this is the greatest romance of all time right now. Like, ew. Yeah. Like, nah. <laughs> she also wasn't really that big, though. So maybe it wasn't that bad. You well, know? she still has a belly, Kelly. Come on. Yeah. Well, when she... Yeah, she still has a belly. Hmm. A so little she, one. Yeah, nothing. a little one. He says a little one instead of just being like, "No, you don't have a belly at all. You look great." He goes, "Yeah, a little one." Yeah, because she <laughs> was concave before, so anything else is, you know right. what I mean. But whatever. Right. That's so, a good word. Sorry. Thank you. Yeah. I didn't really think that. I mean, they were kind of boring. Like, I yeah. feel like with Jovi and Yara, they're given us like these dribs and drabs of their story, probably because there's not that much because he's going to go off for all these months on the boat. So there's not that much to them, you know, no, so, except that he's leaving earlier now. And so, yeah. so yeah. Yeah, well, the thing that irritate me is like Yara continues to annoy me yet again. I'm having a bad week, so bear with me. Um, <laughs> She is like so upset about Gwen coming over to take care of the baby. Fucking Gwen has raised her own children. And like she said it after I wrote it down because I was like, she's raised her own children. If anybody knows how to take care of a baby, it would be Gwen. And like, it was just kind of like, and then Gwen brought the baby some clothes and she says, oh, she brought you polo. Why didn't she bring you Gucci? I'm so fucking over the labels. Like, get over it. Like your kid's grand, your, your baby's grandma is bringing her a present. She, maybe Gwen can't afford Gucci. You know what I'm saying? And then it's like, and then she's like, oh, you know, he, and then he's like, oh, I'm going to get lucky tonight. And then she's like, she says the only thing she's, she enjoys in this country is like Jovi sometimes, her baby all the time and the food. And I'm like, then go to fuck back home. Like, I'm so tired of you talking about you're going to go back home. I'm just tired of it. Yeah. Are you tired of it? I'm fucking exhausted. There you go. <laughs> because it's just it annoys the ever-living shit out of me i will say the thing about the baby clothes and the labels i don't i took that as her joking i didn't take that as her being serious like why didn't you buy gucci or whatever i don't know maybe that was just me because i like her so i was like yeah whatever yeah i could i could leave you i mean i think yara is a cute girl but i like Yet again, she's someone that plays up for the camera and like her her role is to be a label like obsessed, like fashionista kind of person. And like then she's like the thing that he says where she's already been through so much. I'm like, do you realize she hasn't been through shit? She left her country and she came here to marry you. What has she been through? Like, do you know how many other women would die to be in her place? Like, you know, that they could also have a life like she has, like she, you're going off to work to provide for her and your child. You're not asking her to work on a farm like Julia, like, you know, <laughs> you're, you're here. Like, you know what I mean? Like I was just so, and again, I'm going to preface it by saying I 
was so done with all of it this week as far as like what they were bringing us for two hours to watch. Well, there's and, nothing to Jovi and Yara's storyline anyway. Right, like, they're, right. They're manufacturing stuff. Like, okay, right. Jovi has to leave in a couple of days. All right. Right. Yeah, there it isn't sucks. anything. There isn't That's anything it. at all. Right, and she's bitching like, you brought me here and you're going to leave. And it's like, that's his job. You knew this. You knew this was his job. Like, yes. he didn't bring you here. He didn't say, I'm going to throw you across the ocean with a chain and have you here so I could leave you and go somewhere else. I mean, it's like, like, so Jovi had to think about how she was going to feel after getting pregnant after she got here when he left her. He needed to think about that before well, he needed got to here. know that she was going to get pregnant while okay. he was going to be right. leaving. Right. That right. he had to have like super duper future vision. Right. Yeah, exactly. So like, because she was like, you didn't even think about me. I'm like, he didn't think any of this was going to happen. You know, like he was living in the moment. He's, you know what I mean? So it's just he thought it was going like... to be Budapest all the time. Like, right. yes, sex, sex, drinks, more sex, more drinks. Like that's what he thought. <laughs> exactly. That is one. That's hundred percent. She's hot. Like, he literally thought that was it. And then yeah. she got pregnant two weeks after being here and that's it you know what I mean yep. so right right neither and one of them are getting the deal they expected do you know no, what I mean she no, didn't expect she didn't expect to be home alone with a baby he didn't expect like he, you know whatever she thought she could go back and forth while he was gone she would go home is what yes. she was thinking exactly and it you know COVID happened and sorry you can't do that but then she said you know I'm not stupid I know what your job is but it's not that you're stupid and that you don't know what his job is it's the fact that you're reacting this way knowing that he has no choice but to exactly leave, you and know? she you know it seems like he makes pretty good money so mm -hmm. she likes that part of it right right so right. he can buy her he said he buys her expensive gifts Purses. i like when he was saying she's crying so i buy her a gift and then an hour later she's crying again like it's just like, <laughs> right you know he right. doesn't know how to keep her happy you know because mm -hmm. you know obviously there's more than just gifts but yeah so he likes the she likes the fact that he makes money mm -hmm. but she she wants him there all the time but he can't he can't do both right and i get the fact that i get I, I i understand that she misses her family and she didn't expect it to be like this but you also now have the responsibility of taking care of a baby so like you're gonna have to and i feel like yara is this person who is capable of pulling up her her bootstraps and getting it done right so like to see her playing this role of like the damsel in distress i think that's probably what's bugging me a little bit Yes. It could be all the postpartum hormones that too, too. that, that are making too. her react more like this. Yeah. That and too. when, you know, he said, well, go stay with my mom, you know, she'd love to have you there. And she's like, well, I didn't move here to live with your mom, which like I get. But at the same time, if your biggest concern is I don't, I can't, wanna I don't want to be, be, yeah, mm -hmm. be with Milo by myself, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. Gwen will go. And when she went, when she was pregnant, she had a grand old time mm -hmm. with Gwen. Right. She said she even had a nice time. So, right. You know, when Gwen would babysit that kid all the time, she could go do whatever she wanted, you know? So anyway, but she doesn't want out. anyone touching the baby. Well, right. She'll sort so, it out. Have another yeah. kid. She'll be passing that kid around. With I no, know. no issue at all. <laughs> the alligators will be holding that baby. Yeah, like, right. exactly. That will be a Bayou baby. Okay. Yep. <laughs> um, all right. Moving on to Julia and Brandon. Yeah. So. I mean, Julia really, I mean, both of these two, but Julia really did not 
did not look too good in this episode. Um, so they're going to go meet his friend, Melanie, who's this, you know, one of his great <laughs> friends that, you know, we've never heard about. We've, we've never, never seen, seen before. You know, so took them a minute to cast her. But she came in. She looked <laughs> cute. Right? Like, like Julia. Yeah, she kind of looks like Julia. She's mm-hmm. just like a little little brunette, tiny brunette. And the mm-hmm. boyfriend, you know, he who didn't say anything. Mm-hmm. Um, TJ? So, yes, he, he was an extra, unpaid extra, so he, he couldn't speak. He was. He was an extra. 100%. Was paid they just extra. grabbed yeah. him out of central casting. They right. sit. Put this, put this hat on backwards. Have right. a seat. Right. They were totally like, Melanie's boyfriend didn't show. Who can I grab? And they just like right. grabbed him out of the crowd. They're it like, was like on. the PA. Here yeah. you go. <laughs> exactly. Yep. And just sit here and just like, and when she storms out, what did he say when she left? He said something. He had a line. And I was just like, oh, he spoke. Um, anyway, but they they get to the restaurant. And Julia's automatically pissed because they mm-hmm. only have beer because they went to a brewery. Mm-hmm. And how dare Brandon go to a place that, you know, she doesn't like beer. And, oh, are you here because does she like beer? Does Melanie like beer? So mm-hmm. she's already mad and she did not want to go but she said she's going because the wedding planner said she has to go meet people but also (laughs) brandon's friend isn't necessarily who you need to meet but whatever this is why she's decided to go Mm -hmm. (laughs) i mean did did she look at the bar like did she look at the drink menu at that place because if all they had was beer i highly doubt that because even if you go to a brewery some serve wine um, I don't know. Some of them serve those hard seltzers. She was yeah. just being a baby. She I was mean, just, I anyway. yeah, I don't like breweries either. Like, I prefer to go someplace that has cocktails. But, you know, I mean, it's just kind of like if you... So she was already going with a negative attitude, right? So she already had a bad attitude yes. because, you know, men's and women's shouldn't be friends. No. And no. so she was not feeling uh, Melanie. And also what I thought was very interesting about Melanie was she learned everything she needed to learn about Brandon from social media. Did you guys yeah, hear I that? Yeah, I thought that too. She's like, and I, I, was mean, like... I saw it on social media. Yeah. I was like, well, okay. I guess I you guys like... aren't that close friends anymore. His right. best friend. And I also love when it's like, you've been to the, and then she goes, oh, do you, oh, you do know his parents? Right. Would she not know that Julia is living there and I taking care of the animals? Did you not watch last season of 90 Day Fiance, yeah. Melanie? <laughs> right. Like, you're on a show right. where they're doing these the people. The producers that you were know. like, she was going to play the role so well. And then she started asking all these questions that she should have known the answer to. But you know what? It fits the brand of these people not knowing anything. Yes, yes. So she, yeah. I guess it worked. She was a fraud. She was a total Oh my god, completely. It's like, oh my god, remember that time I came over and we stayed up all night watching a horror movie? What movie are you up all night watching? What was it like a six hour last six hours? Because I want to watch it. We watched the all night (laughs) horror movie. And then yeah, and it was like so like yeah. And TJ is just sitting there like, what am I supposed what 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 am I supposed to be talking? What's my line? Nope. Like the and whole she's conversation like, was scripted. I mean, come on. Yeah, and when she said, you know, we've never been here and our apartment's right down the street, right? Like our apartment's Lies. right down the street. Like Lies. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. Lies. Um Yes. So she brings up that they watch the all night horror movie and then that's it. That was enough for Julia. She didn't want to uh-huh. hear anything more about it. No, but then the girl, the friend starts digging in, right? Uh-huh. Like, oh, like, 
Are you just here for a greet? I also was uh-huh. like, wow, Melanie got aggressive real quick. Like she was just like, that's why it was scripted. She was given some talking points by the producers. Like yes, start she easy was. with the horror film yes, and the farm and this, yes. that. Yes. Well, you guys got married really fast, didn't you? Are you right. using him to get a visa? Ooh. Right. We've been, we've been together for five years and I'm still learning everything about him. Like mm-hmm. his name, because I just met him <laughs> right. in, the, in the trailer in the back before we came out. Yeah. <laughs> Yep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then she just started digging in. Like, you guys got married fast. Did you come here for a green card? Blah, 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 blah. And then Julia stormed out. Yep. Julia went from zero to 100 in like half a second. Mm-hmm. Like, she's yep. this, like, watching her, I was, I was thinking to myself, she was kind of like, or maybe she was full on toxic at this point. Like, her jealousy is kind of crazy. Actually, I felt like she was acting being a bad actress because when they were at the car they almost started laughing when they were talking to each other did you guys see this they were like he was like why are you so mad and he just kind of looks at her and like they look like they're about to laugh and i'm like oh gosh oh really yes i I didn't notice that and i was just like um what is happening like what is happening between these two because clearly this was all not real like her reaction was just over the top, over the top, because she, here's the thing, she's feisty and we'll talk back all the time, right? Mm-hmm. But all of a sudden you're getting a little, like you're getting a little spice from Melanie and then you run out like, oh my gosh, I can't believe it. Like, come on. Well, come I also on. loved when she said to Melanie, do you think I would actually tell you if I married him just because I wanted a green card? And I was like, right. that's actually that was a good answer like, though. I was like, right. that's hilarious. And so true. Like, yeah. yes, am I actually gonna be like, well, yes, I did come here so I could use him for a you green found card. me out Melanie. i know yeah. you discovered it i was it wasn't waiting. even on social media <laughs> exactly so it just see and then she's like you need to take me home right now and i mean and brandon is just i mean i don't even know and they just left the dane's watching yeah. it with me he goes so did they just leave those two with the bill of with I, that I, tray of french fries, french fries. the <laughs> cookie platter of french fries the cookie tray of you know pretty fries much that they had and the drinks i was like that's nice. Yeah. I thought the same thing. I'm like, Brianna's not even going to just pop back inside to be like, leave it 20 and be like, sorry. Exactly. Right. Yeah. Production was paying for the meal anyway. So what does it matter? That's true. That's true. That was part of their meal for the day. That yeah. was part of their, That's right. uh, per diem. their contract. Yeah, their per exactly. Diem. Their, their meal per diem. Their contracted um, meal. So that was pretty much it with them, right? Uh, okay. Yeah, that was it. Yeah. So moving on to, let's go to Elizabeth and Andre. Did you hear their, the theme music they use when they introduced them? Did you hear it? Did you hear yeah. it? Yeah. I did hear like the it. The haters and stuff. Yes. 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 Wait, yes, that's yes. the one you were talking about last week. I yes. still didn't hear it. It sounds like a fake pop song and it's like something about forgetting haters and I'm yes. just like oh this is great but are they I made the only a- ones that have that yeah yes yeah. well I also heard it they played a little like for um <laughs> for I like that um for what's his name uh Asuelu and and Lo when they were going to um play golf they played a little like fun like song before kind of like a goofy song because you wouldn't see these two go golfing exactly exactly (laughs) so i the 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 musical interludes is that what it is the interlude uh, for these couples these people are um quite interesting so be sure to listen for them because they're like but they definitely play it for libby and um andre 
Yeah. Well, no, I, I mean, know his name. I was trying to think of something witty, like I was going to call him like Herman Munster. Don't you call him the brawny man or something? Yeah. <laughs> no, but he also reminds me of Herman Munster, but I love Herman Munster, so I feel like it's disrespectful <laughs> to Herman Munster. So <laughs> I think Andre is cute. Am I the only one? Um, um, well, at first glance, you're like, he's yeah. not a bad looking guy. And then he opens his mouth yes, and you're like, yes. God, what a douche. And yeah, it, same. it loses it. Yeah, same. Like he physically, he's uh, an attractive man, I guess. But um, because I find him to be a total and complete like Neanderthal, I just don't like him. Yeah. Okay. Well, I mean, this whole situation was bad acting at its finest. I mean, Libby, <laughs> I mean, calm on Libby. I mean, she had a couple, right? I mean, with the whole thing of nobody talks nobody, about my yep, husband that way. Yep, nobody yep, says yep, that about my husband. Yep, I mean, yep. she's saying it to him and then she's saying it to the confessional right. and she and I'm just like, Libby, you need to sit down. Like you're making a fool <laughs> right. out of yourself. Right. And she's an actress. So, go figure. Yes. Yeah. What was she in? Oh. Some stupid TV show. Like yeah. nothing like an like a like an like extra. an order or something. Yeah. 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 It's like yeah. one of those. Yeah. Right. One of the SVUs. Exactly. Yeah. Like was she a dead body? <laughs> No, no, because that she, no did that. she was a live one. <laughs> okay. Yeah, she was a live one. Yeah, so okay. Andre comes home. I mean, the poor kid. That poor kid was getting thrown <gasps> oh, over. Listen, that kid with the little serving of broccoli and strawberries, I'd be crying too for yeah. a cracker. Like, seriously. I, know. <laughs> I, I love that too when she was crying and he throws her back at Libby and he goes, Give her, Give her a cracker. A cracker. <laughs> Like, oh I was like, God. those are like parenting tips by Andre. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> give her a cracker. Um, yeah, I'd be. it's true. And she's like, I'm just trying to get her dinner ready. And it's like, you cut up some strawberries and, and broccoli. broccoli and put it on a tray. Like, that's and then it. she had a tray of potatoes, but I don't think the kid got any of those. I don't no, know what she was she's doing. She's on a no-carb diet yeah. as a baby. <laughs> Ultimate, <laughs> totally. Ultimate keto diet. Yeah, I mean, she... I think she's so cute, that kid. But anyway, so she and she looks just like Andre. My God. Uh Um, So he comes home and he's like telling her all about his day. And, you know, and it was so fake and staged. And she's like, what? What? It was just supposed to be Mm -hmm. you and my dad. And then he's like, no. And then she's like, well, and then Becky walked in. What do you mean? Becky walked Mm -hmm. in. Why was she there? You know, and she's like, she was here. And then she left and said she had to run errands. Like, it was so, I was like, oh, my God, this sitcom. It's just, like, (laughs) crazy. She even threw in the shit and babies. No, I haven't. I'm going to, I need to, like, I don't know. It's percolating. I think by next week for sure. Okay. I mean, she even threw in that she had to babysit Becky's kid. Like, she really, like, took it all, you know? Like, she ran errands, and I said I would babysit Max. And I was like, oh, my God, Libby, like, you're... Anyway, and then he reveals, then Becky called him a, what did Becky call him, a dick, a dick. or something? Yeah, call him a and dick. And then that's when she went on her, like, you know, her award-winning monologue. <laughs> her Emmy-nominated um, Yes, you will not speak of my <laughs> husband that way. It was like a Glenn Close, Meryl Streep moment for Libby, you know? <laughs> it was, it was not, it was Like, crazy. she was more upset about that than she was about Charlie saying, don't fucking take anything from my dad at the wedding. I was like, hmm. 
interesting. Yeah, exactly. Do any Big Brother fans out there? It reminded me of Rachel and her boyfriend. I forget who we, on the on the Big Brother season where she was like, nobody gets talks about my man. Nobody gets between me and my man. And I'm like, she was a lot more believable on her little reality TV show of Big Brother <laughs> than you could ever 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 pull off Libby and it was just kind of like when she kept saying it not even my sister could say yes. these things <laughs> about my husband I'm like what yes she can like <laughs> like what it was so <sighs> over the top it was just <sighs> like okay Libby fine so now we get through her you know her her moment so now mm -hmm. they're gonna go see the immigration attorney mm -hmm. okay and no masks, by the way. I just, I there know. There were no, we there, yes, there were nothing. absolutely no masks. no masks. That is a very good Zero. reminder. Yeah, yeah, but they are in Florida. So I said that too. I was like, well, actually, Florida doesn't think COVID exists. So, hey. Yes. And who knows, you know, when that was. <laughs> but yeah, no masks. The uh, the attorney, uh, the she, she was attorney, right? Yeah, she didn't have one. Yeah, she was an attorney. Um, so he's applying for a 10 year thing, whatever, whatever. And then they tell them that it's really hard now. And it's not the way it used to be. Yeah. Apparently, Lynn, you lucked out. It was easy then to just get well, the night. She said, you just get the night. What, what did she say? You just like give enough information and you just move on. Yeah. But you like, said it was, I was hard, right? Me? No, it wasn't that hard. Oh, I, I think because we were we were talking about it last night because I told because well, David, he came here on an H-1B visa, which is a work visa, basically. So like that was the hardest part was getting here. And then he was already... He had already put in to have a permanent visa application. So then when he met me, I joke about after we got married that that expedited the process. I don't really think it did. I just, you know, it's he was going to get it regardless. But like he naturalized in September of 2017. So I think because we joke about it to this day, we're like, oof, you were lucky. Like you got in under the like under mm -hmm. the gun there. Like seriously, because a lot of shit started changing after that with immigration and like naturalization process. Like there was like a, the, the whole process was kind of like shifting around and stuff. So like every once in a while, it'd be like, is your uh, naturalization status? Is that still valid there? Are you still here legally, sir? Like, I kind of joke with him <laughs> because I don't because I'm sick and I think it's funny. But like when I when I was watching this with Andre, I was like, damn, like, what the hell? Like, it sounds a lot dif more difficult for them than it did for what we went through. But we he was here on a different visa. So I think the process is different for different stages of people who come here. Yeah. And when the and when the lawyer pulled out that big binder of information, yes. I was like, what's <laughs> in there? So like, you have to like prove your life together. But it's like, but what are you putting in that binder? I have no like I'm looking at it. And I'm like, what is that? Like, is that every piece of information on both of them? Like on the couple? Is that what they it, want? It's also reminiscent of the binder that Danielle had uh, for Muhammad. Well, the so one that Danielle maybe. had for Muhammad, like that was like, like that looked like the one David has because he had this little binder with like all this paperwork in it that he would travel with, especially. Oh, so, like yeah, well, yeah, when because so. when he was just here, you know, before we got married, even right after we got married, anytime he traveled, he had to have this little binder to get back in because he wasn't a citizen; he was just here on his visa. So maybe everybody has a binder. 
They should. Yeah, but that was a big ass binder. That like, was I was not a sort- binder. That was like that was the constitutional law book that you yes. get when you're in law school. Mm-hmm. Like here, and just this. she was like, and this is like the proof of your life together. And I was like, I mean, I feel like couples that didn't go through this. I mean, like that's what are you putting in there? But anyway, like even, the, even the kid wasn't enough. The attorney goes, yeah, that's not enough. You have to prove it's your child. Yes, yeah, so then they want DNA it. tests and DNA everything tests yeah. and stuff because that's not even enough. I'm like, that's not like I'm I'm thinking back to like all the stuff that we presented to our immigration agent when we went for the interview, and it was just like you know bank statements showing that we had a joint account, like you know bills and stuff that had both of our names on it at the same address, like just stupid shit, like you know pictures of us on vacation together. I was like, yeah, we're totally married. Here you go, and then of course our marriage certificate, but. Like, I looked at that stack and I was like, I wouldn't even, even to this day, like, I wouldn't even know what I would put in it right now to prove that I was married, like, that we were together. You know what I mean? Like, I have no idea what they want from these people. Yeah. Remember when I went, I said I went for my, um, my naturalization test or whatever it's called. And I was in the elevator with a couple and they had Mm -hmm. a kid and their attorney was like, and he's like, the guy's like, well, we have a a child, so that should be enough, right? And the attorney was like, no, it's not enough. You need to have more proof than just you had the, you and her had this baby. Like it could be anybody's baby. This was in the elevator. And I'm like, (laughs) "Um, (laughs) I'm here, I'm listening, you know, but right. But it was like, and they clearly had like a newborn that they were bringing with them to the interview process. So it was just uh, interesting that she said the same thing. So that hasn't changed for sure. No. And they're just, and then, yeah, and they have to just, they're going to have to see what they have to provide, right? So, right. I mean, luckily, they have wedding pictures, obviously, and a kid. And I mean, it seems like they have enough stuff. But it was also like, you also cannot hide anything because right away, the lawyer also asked about like any, um, you know, law, any legal issues or anything like that. And we all know that Andre had some shit go down in Moldova. So he's got to, he can't, shouldn't lie about any of that stuff. Well, he buried it, though. It's in the past. He buried it. It's done. He buried it. Yeah, it's in the past. It's in the past. And also his job. And then, you know, she's like, yeah, my my dad will fill out the form or whatever. And it's like, you know, that somehow is going to come back and rear its head. And Libby's family is going to be pissed because once again, Chuck has to do something for Andre. Maybe (laughs) that's the name of it. Chuck has to do something for Andre. Because it's always about like Chuck. There's always a misunderstanding. It's literally like Three's Company. And I know I'm dating myself, <laughs> dating myself, but it's like there's, you know, it Three's is. Company. The whole show was always based around a misunderstanding, right? Like Mr. Furley overheard something mm-hmm. in the while he was fixing the doorbell. And do you know what I mean? And it was always, or Mr. Roper heard something through the bathroom pipes. It was always <laughs> something like that. And, and Mrs. I feel, Roper can be the mom, the divorced mom that kind of shows up every once in a while. Yeah, with like the martini. Yeah. Like it's like, because the thing is like next week's episode, if you guys saw the preview mm-hmm. like Andre is like completely demolishing a kitchen yep. and Charlie walks in and is like dude what the fuck what are, are you, you doing? doing and he's like Chuck told me to do this because it's always like Chuck is telling <laughs> Andre to do something and it's never right it's never the right thing so I'm like unless Chuck is just playing some real cruel jokes on Andre like yeah I'll give you money dude go do all these things that you know everyone's gonna start yelling at you so it's either like everyone's always yelling at Andre or Chuck makes Andre do things I like that. I don't know it's it's <laughs> something like that so Chuck, anyway Chuck told Andre to do something yeah so we'll see what happens um with Andre's 
immigration well i mean he has to be honest though like if he like that's no joke like if he lies about something like that like if he lies and said no i was never in trouble with any laws or whatever in moldova or even when he was in ireland didn't he get in a fight in ireland or something or is that am i making that up am i confusing him with john i'm confusing him with john yeah no but definitely moldova (laughs) like if he lies about that the government the u.s government's gonna be like hmm yeah they're gonna have to go through the process that the lawyer explained you're gonna have to go to immigration court and then if they you know whatever if they rule against you in some way you're gonna go through deportation like they're that's no joke right it's not it's an idiot okay (laughs) you moron (laughs) okay so last but never least we have angela and michael so angela had a surgery now she's coming out of it mm-hmm. um and the friend what's the what's the friend's name what's sissy's friend what's sissy's jojo. name jojo. jojo thank you jojo's just so cute i love her and her nails look great and her ring is very nice anyway mm-hmm. just because she she like put her hands up in front of her face a couple times and i was like she her ring is beautiful and her nails look very nice anyway so this is what i couldn't believe she had that major surgery. They literally woke her up for anesthesia and put her in a freaking Uber and sent her back to the <laughs> Holiday Inn. Didn't I tell you guys that? Remember yeah. I told you guys I, that? I, I, what, you it? did. You, you did, did tell us that. And I was like, nah, she's got to stay at least one night. I they could just not. Kick her out. I mean, she was literally still under anesthesia. Yes. They were like, okay, like putting on her shirt. They're like, open your eyes. Oh my God. And they're yep. telling JoJo to watch for blood clots. I'm like, right. how does she know? I know. If Angela's right. going to get a blood clot. But I feel like, I feel like I've, I had a friend who had that surgery and like, I felt like, but she didn't have it laparoscopically, but um, she stayed in the hospital for like two days because they needed to monitor her of course and i was like um (laughs) and then they're like part of your stomach well and then they're like okay you have to come back tomorrow and i'm like oh my god like just let her stay for observation But it's not a hospital. Yeah, I guess they can't like do usually, that. Right, yeah. usually you go have that type of surgery at a hospital. But she had it at this place. Yeah, whatever like it was called. Mall? I was trying to figure it out because his <laughs> things, I couldn't see like what his um, coat, like his, his scrub top said. I was trying, it was like Myco or something. I was trying to see what it said. Um, but yeah, it, that was crazy. I'm like, oh my God, they are sending her home. And yes, you did tell us that, but I still was like, there's no way. But I think I was also just shocked that it was like straight out of coming out of the anesthesia and they had her in the Uber. And I'm like, oh my God, she's in an Uber going back to the Holiday Inn on Vine. Like this is literally crazy. And it so, was like a minivan Uber. Like she had to climb into yes. that shit. That hurts. I know. Like, I <laughs> that hurts, like this man. woman. Okay, so now, you know, of course they call Michael... Michael is very concerned about the boobs, you know, whatever. He's like happy the surgery's done, but he's like right away, like, how are the boobs? Like he just he's very, very concerned. I know. So then they're they're at the hotel. Angela is resting. Poor Jojo comes in with the Trader Joe's bag. Did you see she went to Trader Joe's? I knew that bag when she put it on the table. And it was just like every liquid she could find. It was like juices, broths. (laughs) Like she was like, they said you have to be on an all liquid diet. Angela give her anything like don't, he, aren't they supposed no, to give but here's something? the thing the aftercare <laughs> instructions was like yeah so liquid slowly 
and good luck like it yeah, wasn't well, was like natasha giving it, her no that was the no nurse. it was it the, the nurse but it was like and the nurse had like some xerox copies in her hand mm -hmm. but it wasn't like you know look for signs of fever like all of the things you get like when someone's discharged from a hospital from any surgery from you know and they're going home like you know look for you know signs of a fever you know if there's like coughing or whatever and who's filling your prescriptions did they fill her prescriptions like you know there wasn't well, any of that conversation see right you know maybe she literally like, said to her don't let her drink a soda she's gonna want it because she's gonna be gassy and burp and that's not gonna feel good i mean that was literally right. the instruction right because apparently the way they do this surgery when i was looking is they um they blow your stomach up with gas so they can see um in the laparoscopic um what do you call it the kind of things the surgeon uses to chop and cut and stitch and sew the little arms Those things yeah the, the laparoscopic um there's a name for it Tools? I, when I, I don't know. um no they're like it, it's like a arm they call it an arm like a robotic arm or something like that so when they're doing the surgery it's like your stomach is full of gas apparently so you need to get the gas out and not put gas in you know, and like with the bubbles, I'm sure that's probably, you know, not okay to, you know, have it done. Mm -hmm. So, and so to, that's what got you there in the first place, girl. Exactly. Well, she's already smoking a cigarette in the preview. Yep. So, she yeah. Is. yeah, she is. So she never stops smoking. Basically. No, no. She probably just didn't smoke the day of the surgery. Right. Right. Um. So, you know, poor Jojo's got all the liquids. Angela doesn't like them. They're, you know, she's making faces. She doesn't like the way they taste. Then she burped. I mean, it was a lot. <laughs> so now they got to get her. They got to get her back to the place for now. She's going to go back. So <laughs> they get her in another Uber. Back she goes to this, to the medical facility. So now she's going to, they're going to check. They're going to, you know, check on her. They're going to look at her boobs and I just kept laughing because she just kept saying, like, my boobs are gone. My boobs are gone. She's still a triple D. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, she's but still I guess boobs. when you were a G, is that what she was? A G? Or was she like oh, a she double was G? way bigger than a G. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So whatever she was, um, she obviously, like she said, she's used to just looking down and just seeing boobs. boobs. And she, she's not doing that anymore, you know? Well, but she like, was going to lose them anyway when she lost the weight. So, yeah, and then they were just going to be really weird, be saggy. like saggy, deflated balloons. You know what I mean? Kind of. So, <laughs> for lack of a better, but isn't that like a visual that really creates a visual? I, again, I'm a very um, visual person. Yes. So. <laughs> but, you know, triple Ds are still really big boobs. And I think to the doctor's point, I think Michael will still be very happy with them. And they'll yeah. probably be a little more perky and, you know. Well, they're all taped up and they've got them all like, you know, banded together so they don't move because, you know, they don't want them to be flopping around after the surgery. So, yeah, yeah. they're going to look weird. Yeah. But, I mean, it was interesting to see how disappointed she was. Like, she was legit sad. Yes. That she didn't have boobs anymore. Mm -hmm. Which, yeah. I mean, okay. She was just like, they're gone. Like, they're but gone. But they're still there. Yes. <laughs> But just in a different way. And then did you guys also notice, I took a picture of this because I was like, hmm, I was going to send it to you guys. But when they were calling Michael, so then they call Michael, 
right? Because mm-hmm. now the doctor's going to talk to him. Mm-hmm. He's how are the boobs? He's you know he's very concerned still. The the doctor's trying to explain. He's not happy because he's just like the boobs are gone. But did you guys notice that Natasha, who was in the scene, right, mm-hmm. had her AirPods in mm-hmm. the whole time, no. mm-hmm. and I was like why did it was so distracting i was like and also i loved how there was a cell phone on the wall with a line through it while they're on the phone with michael <laughs> but i was like why does she have those airpods in why Why do you think she had those in i don't know was okay. she listening to something i don't know she was involved in the conversation like she was talking to you know maybe she was being fed lines by the producer <laughs> Could be. Maybe. I don't know. Maybe. That's actually a good point. Mm-hmm. Um, but, but she didn't say anything interesting, so. No, she, she didn't, didn't say, say anything, anything really. and she was covered, her stomach was covered, and her, what I, th- what I thought was her lab coat until she turned to the front and then she had a flowing collar. I was like, oh, that's not, <laughs> that's not a lab coat. That's a coat. Just a coat. Like, that's <laughs> just, just a fashionable jacket. Um, but yeah, so then they sort of just told Angela you know, and Angela then did admit that she felt better. She could breathe better because she doesn't have so much weight on her chest. Yeah. And that was kind of it, right? Did mm-hmm. anything else happen in that scene? Well, my Mm-mm. favorite part, I think, was the confessional with the doctor when he was saying that, you know, Michael has to learn to not just be in love with her physical attributes yes. and has to learn to fall in love with Angela and her personality. And then I think he said something kind of sarcastic at the end of that. And I can't remember what it was, but it made me laugh. So that was it. Yes. And that was kind of it. And she was just like, I don't know what's going to happen now with my relationship. Because, you know, if Michael, it's like Michael's only with her for boobs. Like, I don't know. I never knew that. I mean, this was very enlightening. But that's so silly. That's just a silly reason to be with somebody because they have big boobs. Like, that's silly. Yeah, apparently it's a really big deal, though, for African men. I mean, even the doctor confirmed it. Like, he was even like, yeah, it's like a really big deal. So anyway, but then I love when Angela's like, well, if I'll just get implants. I'm like, well, that would be freaking stupid. You get a reduction, then you get implants, whatever. But so, yeah, so now we're, um, yeah, we're we're with Angela on her healing process. And Jojo, Jojo's right there with her. So God bless Jojo, man. Yeah, she's very nice, and she was very worked up. She didn't want to have to like break any news to her family, or you know. So she's mm-hmm. she's a good friend. She's she's sweet. She is. Um. Yeah. So I think that was pretty much everybody. That's it. Yeah. yeah. That's, that's it. all she wrote. This is this is a all. long episode because there's oh, just oof. a lot. It's a lot with the all when they have all the couples and they're all doing crazy shit, and it's a lot to talk about. So it is, even <sighs> though it doesn't feel like it should be. It is. Exactly. Exactly. Even though you're like half watching, half blacking out, but there's still a lot to discuss, right? So anyway, okay. Until next week when we, when we see what these. No, we will not be here next week on Monday. Oh, that's right. It's Memorial Day. It's Memorial Day. It's a holiday. Yes. And we're taking next week. um, I believe so because they showed a preview. Um, but we're taking Monday off, so we will be coming to you on Wednesday. Yeah, I you'll get think. a new episode at yes. some point. Yes, week. yes, yes. So that well. is absolutely correct. Tamara, yeah. thank you for that reminder. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So until then. <laughs> Bye. Until next week. All right, Enjoy guys. the holiday weekend. Yes, yep. enjoy. Happy Memorial Day. Bye. Bye. Bye.